Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of, um, I was going to say come and take it, but no, actually is uh, Cuatro Cuatro Dos, I there completely forgot there for a second. It's been a week, um, well, I skipped a week um, for, you know, just some uh, stuff that has been going on, but we are back, and we are back, and today we are, of course, we're going to be talking about the Dynamo, we're going to be talking about a couple other things uh, that have transpire since the last time we have met uh you know you know met you know probably not in person but you know podcast uh podcaster to podcast listener i guess uh but yeah man i'm I'm happy to be here happy to come back and uh, happy to you know talk for another week about soccer and you know a bunch of other stuff uh once again if you would like to follow the show you can always go to cuatro cuatro dos on Instagram, Cuatro Dos on Twitter. You can also, I need to start doing more uh, Twitch videos. I haven't, I don't think I've only done one. Uh, so I need to get on that as well. Uh, Discord, we did the first two. We were, I was trying to do another one uh, for this month. Unfortunately, it just kind of got away from my hands. Hopefully, we can get one together for October. And, uh, you know, now that maybe the season's coming to an end uh, here in a few weeks, maybe. Uh, well, you know, I guess if you are the positive, um, if you look at the the glass has full, I guess, you know, there's still a chance, but, you know, it's going to be very difficult. But, um, uh, you know, we can probably, you know, talk about the, the end of the season, the end of the, you know, what, what, what we liked, what we didn't like, what we'd like to see, you know, the changes that we may want to see happen and stuff like that. But, um and, you know, so that's going to be actually on the Discord. And actually, that's when we can, like, chat and stuff like that. So it's like, a, I think I might have, like, 8 to 10 people on there. So, you know, on game days, we can always, like, chit-chat about the game and, you know, just comment, talk shit or whatever it may be. So Discord, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. And then also, if you would like to support the show, like many of you guys already have, um, you can go to patreon.com slash and you can sign up there for the different uh, tiers. And uh, yeah, man, I really appreciate everybody uh, donating and just giving uh, to the cost. And and I I promise that is going it's being put to good use. Like for example, uh, thanks to to the to the help of you guys, you know, I'm actually going to buy a ticket to go to Austin. And uh, this upcoming uh, October 24th, and you know, you guys um, basically are funding my little trip out there. That I'm gonna be well, I'm actually gonna be riding with the supporters, so it's not gonna be, I'm not gonna go as media, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be one of the fans. So, you know, this is an open invitation to you know, go get your tickets uh, to go to so we can go to Austin and probably beat Austin for the first time. Um, you know, well, we beat them once, but, you know, uh, we can beat them again. So I was actually recording a video, and it just kind of died on me. But, you know, it is what it is. Maybe we can keep recording again, but who knows. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, and also you can find the YouTube. So you can go to YouTube, and you can also find the, um, the video there of the podcast and you know you can see the podcast live you can also look at all the interviews uh that i have done in the past and that you know i've been saying that i i actually need to do more and i have contacted a person here 
So hopefully, you know, if everything goes through, maybe we can have that person since we have an international break coming. So obviously there's not going to be a lot of soccer. And hopefully we can get that person, you know, situated maybe in that, uh, you know, in that space. And then if not, then, you know, we can just find somebody else or, you know, I have, there's a lot. I have a list of people that I would like to talk to. So hopefully one of those people are available. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Discord, Patreon, YouTube. So I'm I've, the show is everywhere. And I really appreciate, you know, everybody watching, listening and doing everything that you guys do for me and for the show um, to continue to grow. And hopefully, you know, we'll make it, you know, bigger and bigger as, as we go. But the, let's just get to what, you know, I had planned for today. So I came across a list of the players that are going to be uh, ending their contract. The contract is actually ending at the end of the year. So basically kind of like at the end of the season. And I wanted to go uh, kind of one by one and just, you know, give my two cents on it. Uh, if we should keep, if we should kind of drop, if we should, you know, let them move on. Uh, uh, one of the guys in the Discord group, Rudy, shout out to Rudy from Crossing Soccer Borders. Um, he actually said, you know, I see a lot of ex-Dynamo players on that list. So, you know, once I'm done with this, uh, I'm going to go ahead and post that list who... If I'm not mistaken, I got it from I don't I don't want to give the wrong source, but I'm just gonna go ahead and shout them out if it was or if it wasn't. But I think I got it from a Dynamo Insider, and you, you can check that out. But if not, then I apologize. I, I might have got it from the Foxtrot. You know, I know he has a he does a podcast as well, Noodle Time, and then you know all the other guys that do podcasts. So go check those guys out as well. Um, another thing, so. Let's just go ahead and uh, hit the list and, you know, you guys will see it. So I apologize if I put the wrong person or, you know, if I shout out the wrong person. But I just want to shout out everybody out there, you know, Generation Orange, the B.O., everybody that's doing a podcast, uh, Houston Dynapod, everybody. I appreciate everybody and everybody keep doing your stuff and go listen to those guys. Um, so let's just go ahead and hit everybody, you know, straight off the bat. Uh, we're going to hit one of the older guys, you know, older and when we speak in soccer terms. And the first one that's on the list is Darwin Quinteros. So, so I keep saying Quinteros, but it's actually Quinteros, one Quintero. And so just to let you guys know, the total of this list, it amounts to a, a total salary of $5,798,958. So basically almost a, a $6 million um, like amount of money that you know we couldn't you know, either invest somewhere else or pay somebody else or, or whatever but this is the amount of money that is being spent in all these players we hit right here and the list is 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 players ranging from a million three hundred thousand to uh, 63,000 a year this is the salary for these players so player number one Darwin Quintero 34 years old he is actually the highest paid player if I'm not mistaken in this uh, in this team and his salary is a thousand a thousand sheesh, I wish a million three hundred and fifty two thousand fifty five dollars so you know I, I kind of want to want to know you guys are opinions of course you know it is it's not it's not a you know uh, 
a conversation is more obviously a more a monologue type thing but you know if you guys want to comment you know go to the comments everywhere or whatever you see this picture and just tell me you know which ones are you like to keep and which ones you know you're you're ready to let go of but i think that we can throw if we kind of look back at what Darwin has created in the last few games that he was been able to play, I think you know he he can he can do a lot for this Houston Dynamo. He can be you know the top player that we need a DP you know quality player that we might need. I know he might be a little bit too old, and I know that you know when I started, you know when I always talked about him in the beginning of the season uh, and last season, I always said that I didn't like him. And you know I didn't like his style, and I didn't you know I didn't like the way that he played, and all this stuff like that. But you know, but I always had the door open, and I said you know if he can shut me up and show me that you know he can be a good player all around, you know offensively and defensively, uh, you know I was more than willing to eat my words, and you know and 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 I always said also on top of that you know I never doubted the quality of player that he was. You know, he was a great player. He is a great player. And obviously, he's a difference maker in this Houston Dynamo. In a play that is, you know, very much needed. You know, when you have a team, like, whenever he's not around, like, we struggle to create, you know, create chances, create shots on goal, create, you know, just imagination, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, basically. But Darwin Quinteros, you know, if I had to say something, I would say, yes, keep him. I think he has another option in his contract. There was a, um, on one of the press conferences after a game, I think it was the last game that we played here at home, if I'm not mistaken, could have been Vancouver. Uh, he actually talked about how, you know, there's still another year and that he loves Houston and he would love to stay here. Uh, obviously, you know, it all comes down to see if, you know, also, he's not on this list, but Tab Ramos, you know, his contract is ending this year. So it's like, you know, I guess we could start with him and see, you know, if he's going to stay, is he going to keep Darwin Quinteros or is he going to let him go? Or is he going to even stay in the team? You know, is he still going to be the coach? So it's one of those things that, you know, it's kind of you have to. But if I was the, the coach, I would for sure keep him and start him every game. You know, he is the type of player that could give you you know something different you know in that offensive third of the field so enough about darwin i think is a definite yes for you know a definite yes from nine out of ten people probably you know of dynamo fans and i'm sure you know another mls team would love to have him as well so even if we happen to drop him i think he he would get picked up real quick uh maxi ruti is the next one on this list a million two hundred thousand Two hundred seventy thousand dollars in one forty-six. I said that completely wrong, but you know, thirty years old. Maxi Ruti is actually fairly young. I am thirty years old, almost. I'll be thirty uh, next in, in next March. So he's a young guy. Uh, the thing about Maxi that you know we all wanted from Maxi was goals, and unfortunately, he has been struggling with this category. You know, the category of scoring, which he is technically employed to do he is a forward he is a legit forward and even though you know not for you know lack of trying or anything like that it's just that he hasn't had he hasn't had luck you know and he started pretty good you know in the beginning of the year kind of on fire and you know scoring here and there he was you know kind of putting them together you know building up all these goals 
and then eventually he just kind of found a drop and he just kind of dropped off and you know it's been it's been tough for him but you know and, and it's a tough one because you you love to see players that you know hustle and players that work hard and players you know you see that they want to win they want to score they want to put everything that they have into into the team into the game and, and you but at the same you know at the same time they can't score like the ball won't go in the net so it's one of those things that it's a hard decision. It's a hard decision because you don't know, um, you know, it, it's a forward. You need goals from a forward, and he hasn't been giving you that. So maybe, you know, maybe we could pass on and and, and just try another guy uh, or or just give him another year. I think, you know, just if, I think Tab Ramos would keep him just because of his work ethic uh, personally. Well, I mean, I don't know what Tab Ramos thinks. I've never talked to the guy. Well, I actually have, but not, you know, like this, just in, like, press conferences. So it like, it's, like, very formal questions. But I think if Tab Ramos stays, Maxi Ruti will stay. So at least another year, uh, I give Maxi Ruti. Another, so the next one player, uh, it's going to be Marco Marich, 25 years old, goalkeeper, international spot. Uh, he gets paid about half a million dollars, so 513 to be exact. Because uh, Fafa coming up next, he gets paid five hundred on the dot. They have so much money. Um, but uh, Michael Marriage, um, twenty-five years old, and now you know lately he's been out on an injury. And Michael next, Michael Nelson, the young, you know, um, you know, uh, homegrown goalkeeper, has been stepping up, and he has been doing a heck of a job. A couple of shutouts, you know, a couple of great saves. And, and honestly, I mean, as hard as it is, I think Marco Marriage, you know, he's still young and he still can probably find another place. And if he's willing to stay here in Houston, I think he's going to have to fight hard. But ooh, I apologize for that. I kind of burped. But I think I think Michael Nelson has earned that spot. And I think he's a starting goalkeeper for in the MLS for this Houston Dynamo. Um I mean, he's still young, and and I can probably sometimes see his youthfulness. Uh, but honestly, like it's like you can see it, but not. But also at the same time, you see his matureness. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of one of those weird uh, things that you have to kind of, because you know it's it's his first few games as a you know as a goalkeeper in the MLS as a professional goalkeeper. Because you know goalkeepers. They just need like one break, and you know, usually, you know, if they do good, then they stay in that goal forever, and they become a starter basically for the rest of their career, you know. And I think that's what Michael Nelson needed, you know, in this Houston Dynamo was just a little gap for somebody to let him play. And with Marco Marriage being injured, I think he, you know, Marco is gonna have to, he's gonna have an uphill battle, and. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard to take that place back from Nelson, especially after he's doing such such a good job, you know. But I would probably pass on a Marco Marriage just because he. We already have a goalie. We have. We could have a backup. We have a guy that came completely. For, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he's a guy that came from the from the USL. And I think with those two guys and maybe a third guy from the academy, I think we could be good. And, you know, maybe we can free up an international spot. And, you know, as much as I like Marco and as much as, you know, he seems like a nice guy, I think it's time to to move on. 
and just kind of recuperate that, you know, international spot and, and, you know, use it somewhere else. Use it, you know, a lot of people, you know, they're like, you know, why don't you use your, your, your international spot for, for a playmaker, for somebody that can give you a little extra on the field, not just the goalkeeper. I know goalkeepers are vital, you know, obviously in a soccer field, but, you know, you can find those here. There's a lot of homegrown goalkeepers that are great. And, you know, Michael Nelson is an example of that. So I say no on marker marriage and keep Michael Nelson in the Houston Dynamo goal. So I don't know what you guys think. Let me know. Uh, next up, we have Fafa Pico. Uh, Fafa, I think he has been great, 30 years old. Um, I say let's give him a few more years, man. Fafa has been killing it, 11 goals. Uh, breaking his own personal record, uh, and I think Fafa deserves to to stay. I think he, he has fought, you know, in the, in the good times and the bad times, he has been consistent. You have never seen a, I don't know, I don't want to say it, but I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a bad game from Fafa. Even in the bad games that he has had, he's always hustling and fighting. And some in some games, he has been the only, you know, shining light that we have had you know with him creating his own he creating his own chances and just you know overall personality in the field like you see him fighting you see him pushing his uh you know his fellow uh, players you see him coming back defending attacking you know uh, counter-attacking and all these you know all these things that you expect from a winger and from a from a forward you know a forward-minded player so I say yes on Fafa. Let's get him here for a few more years. I mean, he's still 30. He's still in his prime. So let's keep him. Let's keep him. Um, you know, better here than Dallas. Let's just put that up. Uh, Matias Vera, 25 years old. And he gets paid 356, 250, uh, 25. They're fairly young. And Matias Vera has been the MVP last year in his first season, if I'm not mistaken, maybe his second. But obviously he has been here a short amount of time in the in in the team, but he has easily become the best player in this team. Very consistent, very very good defensively, uh, very strong uh, in just the midfield. You know he you know like he's gonna hold it down, and and he has been scoring also. So like you know he can give you those surprise goals, you know up front, and and you never know when you're gonna need a you know a a midfielder, not only as a defensive midfield, midfielder, but, you know, he can give you maybe an, an attacking uh, pass here and there. So, Matias Vera is a definite yes, and I hope, you know, we don't we don't get rid of him probably ever. You know, maybe he, he would like to grow in his career, and I think he has the potential to grow in his career. But, you know, of course, I, I want to be selfish, keep him in the Dynamo for, for the rest of his career. But, you know, only time will tell. But uh, for sure, yes. On Matias Vera. Memo Rodriguez, 25 years old, 290,935. Uh, Memo, obviously, he's like the sweetheart because, you know, he's homegrown. You know, he fought, you know, from, you know, in the trenches to get the spot. Um, and I know a lot of people are going to kill me for this, but I think it's time to move on from Memo. Um, I know people don't want to hear this. And I know we we wish we could have our homegrowns, and I and I know he, you know Memo means a lot to this organization because because of you know his his path basically you know from from the youth academy to a, being a professional player 
and being a plenip ooh, that's a tough word. Preliminary, preliminary. I don't know. This is my bad word of the episode. Preliminary, preliminary. You know the list that comes out before <laughs> before they pick the the actual twenty three players are gonna make it into the national team. But he was on that list of thirty or thirty five or whatever it is. And so obviously, you know, he's been on on the sites of of international play. You know, obviously he hasn't made it yet, but I think, you know, he's right there knocking at the door. And and I think Memo would probably grow in a different team. You know, just get that, maybe get that off his back. You know, of being the homegrown, of being like the sweetheart of the city of the team. And 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 we love that. You know, Houstonians are very into Houstonians. You know. Like, we love uh, anything from Houston. We love homegrown. Uh, we love anything Texas-made and, and stuff like that. But I think Memo Rodriguez, uh, for his career and for, I don't know, I think it would be good for him to go, honestly. But, you know, and I know a lot of people would hate to see that, especially now that our next home game is we're going to giving out bubbleheads, Memo Rodriguez bubbleheads. But Memo Rodriguez, with all the pain in my heart, I would let Memo Rodriguez walk. And just, you know, wish him the best and wish he can get into another team that can, you know, he can come in as a newcomer and just fight, fight there, you know, for his spot. And we all know he is a hustler. He's a fighter. So he'll be good. Darwin Seren, 31 years old, 245,500. That's a tough one because I like the guy like as a person, but... Everything in my head tells me, yeah, let's just move on from him. I think Darwin Seren has been um, not as consistent as we would like him to be. You know, he's always like a foul away from getting a red card most games. And he's just kind of like a, a liability, I think. You know, I don't know if that's the right word, but I don't know. He, I, every time I see Darwin Seren... Like, I know he's really good defensively, and, like, he he's... Well, I don't know if he's really good defensively, but I know that he's a hustler, and, you know, he'll chase you down to, like, forever and ever. But, you know, I don't know how much I trust him, you know, to, to be... I don't know. He has made too many mistakes, and... And for that, I think I'm just gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to say pass. I think Darwin Seren could make it in another MLS team, so I don't think he would have a problem there, being a Salvadorian international, if not the captain of the El Salvador. But I think Darwin Seren w- could fit in other teams, uh, maybe better. But and he's a hustler. But I think we, you know, we as an organization, we want to move into becoming, you know better like well not of course better but but we, if we want to switch like the mentality of like being mediocre and being like one of the teams that are going to fight in the top you know top tier of the teams you know against seattle's against portland's against lafc's against um kansas City's, you know i think we're gonna have to get players you know that that are that are a little bit more you know, known or, or, or names that are heavier on weight. I know Darwin Seren, you know, has, has a lot of weight maybe in Central America, but I think we're going to need, you know, a slightly bigger name. And and for that, I would say, you know, passing Darwin. Uh, the next one is 26-year-old, uh, 230,280, uh, Ari Lasseter. Ari Lasseter has been very, very poor. Um, I think there's no question about that. 
uh, we have seen him come in as a sub, and and I don't think he has. You know, we haven't gotten our what's it called our buck for our money. Is that a is that an expression? I don't know, but you know what I mean. But we haven't gotten our, our you know our return on investment type of ROA. I think it is a return on investment. Um, you know, I think Eric Lasseter, he was very promising in the beginning, but, you know, we did see him go in with, you know, our star uh, player at the time, uh, Albert Elise. And I think maybe with Albert Elise, it was a lot, life was a lot easier for everybody. And I think now that Eric Lasseter, you know, comes in every time, it's just, you know, he's, he's just never there, you know, like he's not, he hasn't been out there. You know, like like you don't really see him shine at all. Like he's just there. He's just like another body. So, and and he seems like a nice guy. You know, he seems like he works hard. You know, he gets called up to to the Costa Rican national team. He doesn't play much there either, but you know, he still gets the call up. But it's one of those things that you know, it's like you know, how about we get another player that can probably put a little bit more fight into it. You know, I think if Pasha and Corey Baird. We're, we're healthy, Ari, Ari Lasseter wouldn't see a field, you know, especially with, uh, with um, what's his name, Dorsey, you know, playing a heck of a season. I don't think Lasseter would play much, you know, with those two, with those three guys in front of him, with Fafa, Dorsey, uh, yeah, Fafa, Dorsey, Pasher, Baird, you know, I don't think he would see a lot of minutes, to be honest. So I think maybe bring another guy in that can fight, you know, against Pasher, that can fight against Bear, that can fight against Fafa for those minutes and, you know, make it more competitive. You know, that's what you want. You want players that are going to be competitive with each other, which would make your team better. Uh, next up, 25-year-old Venezuelan national, 217,500. Uh, 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 what's his name? First name? Alejandro Fonmajor. It only says eight. So Alejandro Fonmajor, he has been here for a minute. And he has won, you know, the U.S. Open Cup with us. And he's a center back. But I think we have already found our pair with, uh, you know, um, had, uh, Teenage and Parker. You know, Parker sometimes, you know, kind of leaves you wondering about life a little bit, you know. But I think, you know, he's pretty solid, you know, eight times out of ten, not nine times out of ten. But eight times out of ten, he's very solid, and teenage has been proven to be very, very solid, uh, also on his, uh, on the back. And you know, a lot of people question, well, I'd even question, you know, this whole having a DP as a center back. And it's like what, you know? But but I think he's proved that, you know, he's earned his money. So you know, let the kid have it. And I think Fernandashod might be a good backup, you know, just because he's young and stuff like that. But we, you know, we have um, Ethan Barlow and stuff like that. So it's one of those things that, you know, why don't you just give him a chance to go fight somewhere else to get more minutes? I mean, he's getting a good amount of money, to be honest. I wouldn't mind being a bench player for $217,000 a year, to be honest. $200,000 a year to be a bench player? Count me in at 25? Jeez. Count me in. I just sounded like a... 20 year old saying geez um but i didn't do this but yeah um you have to see that on youtube if you want to laugh with me uh but yeah let's just go ahead and move on so yeah for my shoulder i would just say move move on move on for my shoulder alejandro give him a chance somewhere else let him get minutes somewhere else like literally every time that he's about to go in in this season like then they call him back to go warm up again so 
poor guy. I feel bad for the guy. He hasn't seen minutes in forever. Uh, next up is Tyler Pasher, 27-year-old, $157,881. But, you know, I think Pasher is a, is a, you know, he has to stay. He has been one of the most decisive players for this team when he has been healthy. Unfortunately, he got, you know, I would say sick, but not sick, but, you know, injured. And he hasn't have been had much minutes, but I think Tyler Pasher could be, you know, the next star, the next Davis, maybe, for this Houston Dynamo. Who knows? But, yeah, for sure, Pasher, keep him. The next one is a tricky one. 30-year, 38-year-old, $157,688, Minor Figueroa, the old-time veteran that literally you keep him year-to-year basis um, and he looks top-notch like you know body-wise he looks like he's 22 like it's one of those things that is very very hard but then again you know you have to move on and it's hard it, it, this is like this this will be a hard decision because you know you want veteran players to like kind of guide your, your younger guys you know, you, you might want a, a, a minor Figueroa to guide an Ethan Bartlow, you know, into into the next step. So, but then again, you know, he's 30 years old. Is he going to see that, you know, is he going to see the pitch at all? Um, I mean, he has it lately. So maybe maybe renew him another year and just see what, you know, if he can give you more of a, of a mentor role in a way in the team you know uh they're every time they talk about Figueroa they always talked about they always talk about how he's a hard worker in practice how he's a leader uh you know and he's a he's a role model basically for the younger guys you know being almost 40 years old and still playing at top level you know so I would say keep him keep Figueroa for another year and just give him a little bit of more money and then you know we'll see him next year I think by next year you know he can probably you know he'll probably retire maybe who knows he looks like he's still in shape but i think figueroa you know could give the dynamo organization another year of being a role model and uh and just being there for the for the club and the team you know uh another guy uh that is a definite yes is 22 year old 129,000 dollars a year griffing motherfucking Dorsey. Griffin motherfucking Dorsey had, you know, he came in from being cut from uh, Toronto, from the Canadians, uh, and he came here and he fucking killed it. I'm sorry I'm cursing so much, but this kid has been killing it on the right side, and he's been playing right back. He's been playing, you know, on the right wing, and he never gets tired. You know, he's a machine. He's a machine, so... Shout out to Dorsey, man. He's proving people wrong. You know, maybe he's not the greatest technical player or whatever. You know, maybe he's not going to, like, you know, take everybody on. But, you know, he's very straightforward. You know, get the ball, fucking run down the field, put a cross in, take a shot, whatever you have to do, and and just score a goal, you know. And it is what it is. And, unfortunately, there's not going to be any YouTube video because my phone just decided to kind of die on me. So, Shout out to the YouTube videos that will be coming someday, but not today. Uh, There's actually one less job that I have to do. So it's good, but not good because I think people, I don't know. Some people like to see the show live, but we'll probably do it on Twitch next time. Uh, But yeah, 
Uh, Griffin Dorsey, yes, definitely yes. Give him a couple more years. Give him a little bit more money and just keep him, you know, keep him, keep him mo- motivated to keep fighting. He's already, you know, he's already got that, you know, chip on his shoulder from being cut. You know, he we gave him a chance and, and he stayed. So, shout out to Dorsey, man. Next up, we got the kid from Katy, Katy, Texas. Stand up. I live in Katy. I'm a Katy kid, I guess. Uh, eighty-five thousand four hundred and forty-four dollars a year. Twenty-six-year-old Michael Nelson. Actually, Michael Nelson. He looks younger than Marco Marriage, but he's actually older. But yes, definitely yes. Make Michael Nelson our starting goalkeeper. I would say, and just let him keep it, man. Let him fight it out, you know. But I think he's been doing a heck of a job. He stood, you know, he stepped up into the onto the plate, into the plate, onto the plate, whatever. Um, I don't know. You know, English is hard sometimes. But onto the plate, and he knocked it out the park, man. I think Brian, um, Brian Nelson, Michael Nelson has been doing a heck of a job, and I think he deserves to be the starting goalkeeper for this Houston Dynamo. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, Ty Ramo, if you're listening, you know, shout out to Ty Ramo, shout out to you. Uh, but yeah, keep, keep Nelson. He's doing a heck of a job. And Nelson, if you're listening, come on the podcast. You know, it is what it is. Uh, next up, we got Borne Garcia, 81,375. The old man, Borne Garcia, age 37. I think Borne Garcia is ready to move on. I think, you know, we have seen him play less, less, and less, and less. Uh, he's still getting called up for Honduras, so shout out to him. But I think it's time for Borne Garcia to uh, maybe step into a coaching, mentoring role. I think everybody would love to have Borne you know, stay in the club somehow, especially with the twins that he has that, you know, they look like they're going to be stars someday, you know, just keep the family here and train those kids and just, you know, 20, I don't know, 2035, bring the Garcia brothers, you know, into the Houston Dynamo and let them wreck it, you know, um, but yeah, Borne Garcia, I would say pass on and just, just let them stay in the club, you know, let them just hang out, you know, he seems like a good, a good guy, you know. Can't, you can't be sad around Borne Garcia. He's smiling. You can't be sad, you know. Keep him keep him for that. Keep him for a morale. Is that how you say it? Morale? A morale booster guy. Uh, next up, we're almost done, guys. Sam Junqua, 24-year-old, $81,375. Uh, Sam Junqua has been killing it as well. Uh, you know, he's, he came here. He got drafted. He's one of the the draft, uh, you know, good stories. You know, getting drafted into the Houston Dynamo. Not a lot of players see uh, see time from from being drafted. But Sam Junqua has been one of the few. So shout out to Sam Junqua. You know, getting a spot on the left field on the left side of the field. Uh, he lost his spot to again to Andy um, Adam Lund- Lund- Lundquist. Um, but I think Sam has been a multifunctional player and he has been great on the left side. And I think he has a lot of great potential and he could, you know, turn out to be a great, a great, you know, player for the, for this team. So keep on Junqua, let him move on and keep rolling on, on that left side. Next up, we have a 21 year old Nico Lemoyne, 66,724. We haven't seen hardly anything from this kid, you know. He shows great potential. Everybody shows great potential, but until you don't put him out there on the field, you have no idea of what's going on. So, I think he, had, you know, worst case scenario, I would say do a Palomino and just kind of loan him. 
and you know let them you know let them get better you know I, I, of course Nico Lemoyne has been injured for a while so maybe you know he needs to get back into the rhythm of things and maybe you know loaning him might be the best thing for him um, so I would tell you best case scenario keep him here with the team from another couple of years maybe he's only 21 years old so he's very young you know he's still a lot he has still a lot to grow into and uh worst case scenario just loan him out you know keep him around the club but you know let him grow somewhere else and then bring him back and probably the same thing with our last player sixty three thousand five hundred and forty seven dollars i was gonna say i end ian hoffman the hispanic in me almost came up ian hoffman 20 years old, he also hasn't seen all, like a few amount of minutes, but, all, but of course because he has a lot of competition in the back. He's uh, he's a right back usually, uh, so obviously Zach Valentin and then Dorsey sometimes goes back there. And then, you know, we moved out uh, Bisama out of that spot. So I think Ian Hoffman, you know, uh, he could be a really good backup, you know, and learn a lot from, um, from Zach. You know, I think that would be a great spot for him. Maybe, you know, if, if God Almighty, uh, you know, permits, we have this U.S. Open Cup coming up next year. You know, I think Ian Hoffman can play a lot of those games. You know, he can be a, a player that can kind of, you know, switch off maybe on the weekdays games and stuff like that. Or, or, or like when we play, uh, you know, a not so good team or whatever, even though most teams are kind of like even nowadays in the MLS uh, you're either in the top or the bottom, but you're but you're even in your group. Uh, if not, you know, just check Dallas, Austin, Vancouver, Houston. You know, like all four teams are kind of like in the same boat, basically. But I think Ian Hoffman could be a player that could play those games, maybe uh, play you know U.S. Open games and just kind of grow, you know, as a player, as a person, you know, as a as an athlete or whatever, because uh, he's only 20 years old. But that was the end of the list, guys. I appreciate for for you sticking with me. Let me know in the comments, you know, which players you would like to see back and which players you're okay with them leaving. I think I only had like three or four that I'm okay with them leaving, which were Ruti, Marriage, Memo, Seren, Lassiter, Fuenmajor, Bonia Garcia. So seven. And then I kept Quintero, Fafa, Matias, Vera, Talapasher, Minor Figueroa for a year, Dorsey, Nelson, Junqua, Lemoyne, and Ian Hoffman. So I kept seven, I kept ten, and I let go of seven. So you know, you tell me how many you keep, how many you let go. So about half of this list I let go. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. So if, if Houston, I don't know if you're hiring a GM, you know, I can throw my hat, my name in the hat. You know what I'm saying? So you know. Christian 2021 for GM for the Houston Dynamo. Let me know. I'm not doing anything on the weekends. So actually I, I have to work. But you know, just let me know if y'all need if y'all need a GM, you know, I got y'all. You know, I'll probably I I mean I I don't I won't do it for free, but you don't have to pay me like a lot. You can pay me the same amount of money you pay Ian Hoffman. That'll probably be a lot more than what I get paid now. But <laughs> but yeah, man, me and Ian Hoffman can be uh, you know, uh salary buddies. So let me know, uh, Houston Dynamo. But yeah, but everybody else, thank you so much for uh, for sticking up with me. I know this one was kind of long. 
And uh, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys supporting. And I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much. Have a good one. And Merry Christmas.